Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode, number 61 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about military items. (laughs) (laughs) Military. Okay. You want me to do that over? No, that's fine. I'll I'll leave it in there because I think that's good. I was worried about saying it. Yeah, you defined military, so that's good. Okay, so it's episode 61, and as a matter of fact, that number just shakes my bones because I'm going to be 61 this year, Wayne. Ooh. I know Gee, it. You just, you just a spring chicken. <laughs> but anyhow, so I think um, militaria is an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Well, you see it a lot, and it can break some pretty good money. What's, what's your experience with Military, do you have any listed? Do you have any in your inventory? Is it a regularly consigned item? What's your background with military? Well, my guess is it's pretty hot locally on a local level with collectors because we recently had a yard sale or a garage sale, and I swear every other person, first thing they asked, do you have any military items? And yeah, everybody wanted them. And then my husband made the mistake to tell one person that I had some uniforms. He goes, oh, yeah, you've got uniforms. Where are they? And I'm looking at him, shaking my head, like, shut the door. And (laughs) and so I was like, no. And um, he said, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, they're packed. And then the guy was like, well, are you going to be getting them out? And I said, no, I'm sorry. They're saved for some someone else. And I shut shut him up about it, thinking right. about it. But the truth is, I knew I would make more money on eBay than I would mm-hmm. selling them in my local garage sale. Right. Well, a lot of flippers go to yard sales, and they're looking for things to flip on eBay. So if you've got them and you know what they're worth, I, I wouldn't sell them in a garage sale. What, you So you have uniforms? Yes, Yes, I have I have a three or four uniforms that were given to me years ago that um, a person actually found them in the trash and really yeah that her neighbors or whatever they were cleaning out the house it was uh, somebody had passed away and the kids threw everything out and I was like oh I wish you would have called me to go look through the trash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she had enough sense to grab. The uniforms and right. yeah, so I'm I'm anxious, but I'm in the middle of a move. So once I get settled, probably in a few months, I'll start getting those listed. But I do have uni- or a British jacket that's wool listed, and I haven't I haven't sold it yet. And those usually sell pretty well if you do a search on um, UK jackets or coats, military coats. But here's the thing people fake them so they can yeah so copies can be made for reenactments right so you have to be careful because they do look for the old fabric and then they copy them 
to make them look real. So I learned this when I bought mine and I was able to investigate it and learn more before I listed it. And as I was researching it, I was like, wow, I can't believe all the copies of these wool military jackets. And these are contemporary uniforms? Correct. Okay. It's not like they were Civil War or something like that. What's the, what's the fabric? Is, is it always wool? Well, no, not always, but the, the early ones were very heavy, thick, thick wool. But this one in particular, I actually, you know, rumor has it that we're going to be going doing a treasure hunt in Alaska. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I started um, researching things in Alaska, and I found um, Salvation Army Alaska has um, an online auction site. Mm -hmm. So I went on there and I started looking around and I found this jacket and I researched it before I, before I bid on it. And of course it was worth money. And so I went ahead and bid on it. So there's a, there's a great tip for you on a resource. Salvation Army Alaska website has very reasonable shipping throughout the United States. Mm -hmm. The lower 48. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I haven't checked for this particular subject, but I've I, I frequently look at Shop Goodwill, so yes, I'll have to check that out and see what kind of uniforms they have. There, I have a friend in Washington D.C. Uh, who's a drummer, a career drummer, uh, very good, uh, and he has a, shows that he does regularly that are reenactments mm -hmm. they're not battle reenactments but they're big band reenactments that do glenn miller tunes and benny goodman tunes and and things from the world war ii era mm -hmm. and everybody's dressed in a world war ii uniform yes it is really cool i bet so uh, there's just a there's a big market for among collectors uh you mentioned reenactors and I have a, another friend, when I was a, an art auctioneer on cruise ships, one of my tours was in the Baltic area, and the drummer in one of in the show band collected military, and he specifically asked for the Baltic region because he got to go to Germany and Russia and Scandinavia, and every time we hit port, he was off the ship looking for World War II collectibles and of course you know, the, there are there's a lot of nazi memorabilia there so he was he was just he showed me his collection once it just about took up his whole cabin on the ship wow now there's a fine line with with nazi items on ebay how do you mean well you can't use the word freely what you know when you're listing something like that you have to read up on the actual rules mm -hmm. on listing Nazi-type items. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yes. Um, I, I, was, I would remember back in the Beanie Baby days that Purple Hearts, I had run into several Purple Hearts at estate sales and whatnot, and they used to sell pretty well. And I think they sell... Um, I'm taking a quick look on eBay, and they don't sell for as high... 
like so many things <laughs> as they used to, but they do sell. But I, I mean, I've seen them like seven bucks, 10 bucks. But back in the day, we used to get, you know, 60, 70 bucks. Really? Yeah. During the Beanie Baby era? <laughs> yeah. So when people were out fighting over Beanie Babies to, so they could buy the ones that were in short supply, were, were these Purple Hearts issued to flippers? <laughs> they should have been. <laughs> yes, the Nazi um, is actually under the offensive materials policy. Really? That eBay posts, um, you know, Confederate battle flag related items with images, um, historical Holocaust related, and Nazi related, including reproductions. Wow. Yep. So keep that in mind. Uh, media identified as Nazi propaganda, listings that imply or promote support or membership or funding of terrorist organizations, that kind of thing. But you could do a Google search for eBay offensive materials policy, and you'll, mm -hmm. you can find that page that has mm -hmm. that list. So is your advice for flippers to not buy anything Nazi or fascist related if they find it? I would say that not to list it on eBay. Um, there, I don't know what the rules are on Facebook Marketplace or others. But however, if you contact a local historical society or a local collector's club or museum or even an antique store, maybe start with the antique store, you may find local collectors that have are their resources to actual collectors. Okay, Dana, this is a good place to pause for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. WorthPoint helps you make more money by ensuring that every sale brings the profit it should. We take the guesswork out of how much to pay and how high to price. The WorthPoint Price Guide lists over 500 million items, sold for prices, and photographs. 15 years of antiques and collectibles data. Put simply, WorthPoint helps you make more money. For a 7-day, seven 7-look-up seven free trial, go to worthpoint.com. Okay, we're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, and we're talking about Militaria. Let's pick up where we left off. So, what sorts of militaria are worth picking up and, and looking for? Well, I like having, like, if I run across, um, what do they call berets? Right. The berets or the hats or the helmets. Helmets are usually pretty hot, um, especially if they have, you know, like a dent or... <laughs> <laughs> a hole. You do that with a ball peen hammer. Instantly increase the value. Ooh, a bullet bounced right off of that helmet. <laughs> no. no, but I, I have seen them um at I think every single treasure hunt I've ever been on, there is always there are always helmets or hats. And the more um types of pins that are on them, the classic, you know, the world pin. Right. Yeah. Any kind of insignia, patches, pins, medals, 
anything that would be sewn on or pinned onto a uniform. In fact, having insignias on a uniform makes the uniform worth more money. Correct. Keep an eye out for those uh, as, as well. Other military would include ephemera, like orders, transfer orders, something like that, recruiting posters, uh, photos. I don't collect or flip much anymore because I'm retired and we've downsized and and I intend to stay married. So <laughs> I try to cut back on, on my predilection. But I love the hunt. I still like to go out and look around and see who's doing what and what's out there. Uh, so I don't have a lot. I ha- Military, I have uh, some photos in a box that uh, I inherited from my mother. These are photos of my father when he was in the Army. He was in the Army during the uh, Korean War conflict, whatever they're <laughs> calling that uh, set to over there. He was he didn't see combat. He was an artilleryman, but I think he was involved with training and that sort of thing. So I've got lots of pictures of him with big guns. I've got uh, the the flag from his funeral. He's buried in Arlington National Cemetery, and uh, didn't didn't die in combat, but uh, I, he died young. So I've got the flag. My brother's got a bunch of stuff, and that's it. The only thing I have mm-hmm. military related. Our family items. Oh, okay. So they're not really the kind of items that you would want to part with. They're well, I'm not going to part with them now, but someday. The the three big reasons to get rid of things are death, divorce, and downsizing. Oh, the three D's. So I've already downsized and I've still got them. So and I'm not getting divorced, but when I die, the stuff will undoubtedly hit the market. If uh, some family member doesn't step in to claim it. But, you know, I'll be gone, so I don't care. Oh, well. Yeah, well, then then someone else will make money off of them. <laughs> like my dad would say, you can't take it with you, so let's sell it all now. <laughs> well, what about swords? Well, swords, daggers, bayonets, any kind of weapons, rifles. In fact, that's that's a really big uh, collectible and item to flip. Now, I I can tell swords and bayonets and, and that sort of thing, but I'm not sure which end of a rifle to point. <laughs> I admit I've never fired a rifle in my life. So, oh, wow. You know, un- unlike you, you were, you were in combat, weren't you? <laughs> well, I've been in a few combats, but I have... <laughs> Uh, a few divorces, um, but I have had. Um, I did. Is a rifle and a shotgun the same thing? No. Oh, okay. Then I guess I've never. Similar shape. Okay. Yeah, I've only shot twelve gauge shotgun. It's also again, you can't do much with um, guns on eBay, but you can sell the stock. The stock. And also um, the cases. Now, I've got quite a bit of money for um, a carrying case once Mm -hmm. that was a custom fit to fit the – it was actually a browning. Oh, if you do have swords or things like that, keep in mind that 
on eBay, you can't ship those internationally. So you can't, you have to shut off your uh, global shipping when you're listing knives or things like that. As I go around to shows and fairs and flea markets and so on, you're right, there are often tables of military items. Yes. And one thing that seems to be prevalent is the buckets of bullets. Yes. You know, where you can, it's got a sign up that says 50 cents a piece for bullets or yeah. something like that. And I guess those would be a good deal to buy them at that price. But then I, I look and I find other things that are uh, nicer, like uniforms with insignias on them. Right. Or recruiting posters or something like that. And, you know, if you're going into a show with a budget like that, you're not going to – the bullets and the, and the trinkets and the little doodads mm -hmm. are just not worth – buying you're not going to make a lot of money flipping them so my advice to flippers is just don't get them save your money and until you find something nice that you know you can make a profit on sure one thing you can be sure of is when you're at some sort of uh, event or fair or something if you see something you like and you feel like whoa this is a good deal and Maybe I should buy this, but I'm not sure. And then you go ahead and you buy it anyway. And you see it and you say, oh, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to buy this or not. One thing you can be certain of is if the U.S. government made one, they made thousands. <laughs> so you're always going to be able to find a, another one. Okay. Like so don't be concerned about passing something up okay. if you can't afford it. Don't be whipping out your credit card in order to, to buy these things because you'll always find another one. That's a great example because I, when you were giving that example, the first thing that came to me is the handbooks because the military bases would have handbooks and I would always see another one. But when I would see one, when I first started seeing them, I think, oh, wow, this must be really rare. I've never seen this. And then sure enough, you, you know, you, you don't look it up and then you, you grab it because you've never seen one yourself. So you think it's rare. And then you get home and you, then you look it up and you're like, oh my gosh, these are a dime a dozen. Yeah. I, I've made that mistake a bunch. It took me a while to learn that lesson. <laughs> I don't go down the Ooh, I've never seen one of these. I should buy it, Road, anymore. Yeah. I'll always look it up. Right. Because uh, just add those things to my lot box. And, of course, that's where research comes in. You can go Some some things are bring a really good amount of money. Right. When I was looking on eBay this morning and, and the archives in, in WorthPoint, one uh, consistently, the best-selling lots, auction lots, were collections of things that were related. You know, you'd have uh, the insignia and the uniform and the helmet or whatever was in that particular lot. They seemed to have a, a symbiotic mm -hmm. relationship and all of that stuff, and it's worth more money as a lot, put it together, than the items would be worth individually. Sure. Sure. Well, you always want to check them out individually first when you research and then 
you know, lot them up. But that's part of uh, learning how you can make the most amount of money, you know, of course. The other thing is um, anti-war. I've done really well with anti-Vietnam pins and and banners and, you know, anything anti-Vietnam. I've also done really well with jackets that were like denim blue jean jackets with um, like a map of Vietnam on the back and then Vietnam. I've seen those. Yeah, I I did extremely well. Actually, I put it on Pinterest, on my Pinterest page, because I did so well with it. And I picked that up at a flea market. We did an episode, gosh, way back in, in the beginning, the first half dozen episodes that we did on trucker hats. Right. And I see military hats all the time. Yes. I don't think the Army makes them. I think other manufacturers sure. uh, make them and, and veterans and service members will buy them mm-hmm. that will – you know, say a ship they've been on or, right. That's or an great. assignment they've had. I see them all the time around uh, here in Virginia that's a World War II veteran. That's right. A Vietnam veteran. So there's a lot of those around. That's a perfect example, Wayne, of listing an item in two categories, trucker hats and militaria. Okay, Dana. My uh, U.S. Army surplus clock on the wall says that it's time to wrap up this episode. So I salute you for a valiant effort. Look forward to doing this again. Meanwhile, you could play taps. Okay, here we go. That's as close as I get to taps. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Wayne. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Point.